I said the shmuz. Um, back with old settings. So I said the Shmuz the ten years ago, so those of you who remember it from then, which means I will share, yeah. Michael me that I repeat myself. Um, has a fascinating idea of talking about the Choshech of Yavon, because I'll refer to Yavon as Choshech, Choshech is referring to Yavon. So the Pasha title, the like the matters, the matter says it's because uh, it said, a different uh, We know that the concept of Mechloikis and Klai Yisrael was only introduced uh, during Bayesheni. So what does it mean? Jews didn't fight during Bayesheni. Jews, of course, fought during Bayesheni. But there was a Sanhedrin, and they would bring the, 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 the discussion to Sanhedrin and Gogol. Sanhedrin would discuss it. They would bring rise back and forth. They would come to the minion. They would make a final decision. That became the Torah of Klai Yisrael. Beginning by Shani, that was the reality as well. They had a Sanhedrin, and they came to a resolution. All Mokhloikers had a resolution. Came the Zugas, and the Zugas had a Mokhloikas. Whether it's Mutter to do Smicha on a carbon and And this Mokhloikas continued through all of the Zugas. This was the first Mokhloikas of Klaisa, which they couldn't resolve. It means the Sanhedrin didn't get to the point where they felt they disgusted with the clarity that they could be armed with a minion and make a decision. This was an extraordinary thing to Klaisa. Klaisa had never seen this before. And then Hill and Shammai, Hill and Shammai themselves, had three more Machloikas, besides the Machloikas by Smicha. They had three more Machloikas, which weren't resolved. And then Beisham and Beisillo had hundreds of Machloikas. And you have to imagine how painful that was. You have to imagine how darkening that was, how the cheshech of that. Because they weren't be able to So this is taking place while the impact of Yavon is affecting Klai Yisrael. While this is happening, this is taking place, this is what's happening in Klai Yisrael. This is the effect upon Klai Yisrael. You have to imagine the cheshech the, the which that felt, the, the, the pain in Klai Yisrael's heart once upon a time, everybody in Klai Yisrael did the exact same thing. There was one sock wall of Klai Yisrael. Everybody's approach, everybody's heart beat the same way. And all of a sudden, we have arguments. We have disagreements how to do things. And there wasn't a resolution. Um, living in a world where you don't have clarity is so frustrating. Like, you're not sure... Should you should you do this? Should you not do this? That's Sveikas drive you crazy. It's much more it's much more challenging sometimes that I can't do something I want to do. I'm not sure if I can or I can't. I don't know. 
I don't know how to be Makriya. I don't know how to pass. I don't know how to deal with the situation. It's so frustrating. This is rooted in the Cheshach of Yopin. But if we is, then we have Chanukah, and we have the Gula from the, the Golas Yopin. But the Mephlekes remain. So why didn't, if we have the Gula from the Cheshach of Yopin, why did this Mephlekes remain? That they should have gotten back the clarity. They shouldn't gotten should have gotten back the clarity to be able to best in Sanhedrin now could sit and Hoskin and make a final resolution all of the machlokes. And since then, it hasn't gotten it's gotten more and more ribui of machlokes. So he suggests a fascinating thing that there was an element of. Geula in the Choshech of Mechlokes. So how do you understand that? So we have Mechlokes, and we say, So there's a tremendous rebuy in Torah. Whereas once upon a time, there was only one decision, that's the Dibur Lekim Chaim. Now there's two. Right? There's a rebuy of Torah which took place because of Mechlokes. It says that is not Cheshach. But how do you understand that? I want to try to understand that. So in in, uh, in 1976, I used to go to, used to, to, to Muncie for Yom Tov, many times for Yom Tov. Uh, so it was Pesach time. I was in Muncie, and I was eating by the Yidnei Rebavi Shulman, Zichel Bracha. And um, so I was eating by him one of the suitors. I wasn't staying by him, I was eating by him one of the suitors. And for that suitor which I ate by him, um, as a guest for the meal, so I was sitting up in the front with next to me a large mishpacha, and his son Binyamin made a siyum mishnayis shas mishnayis by the suit at the end of the suit. So he invited a few close family friends. Rabbi was one of the old time Muncieites. He's very close. So uh, Wilson was Rashiban, and Beishraga came, and Breslauer came, and Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky came. One of the close family friends came for the scene. So Rabbi Yaakov came for the scene, and of course they put Rabbi Yaakov up in the front. So it's Rabbi Shulman, myself, and Rabbi Yaakov. That was like the front, that was the head section over there. And uh, he made a scene, and Rabbi Yaakov was a very expansive, Rabbi Yaakov was just, he was an extraordinarily comfortable person to be, to, to talk to and be with, etc. And um, he stayed for an hour and a half, and he was just schmoozing. They asked him, we asked them about everything. So uh, we spoke about the Muslim Chlokas, what it was like learning in Europe, and the Slobodka, different things. That, but Teichad Warm, he said, he said a Hadron. He said a, you know, a mimer on the last Mishnah in Shas. So last Mishnah in Shas, last Mishnah in Shas tells us that the Kosh Baruch was also the Hanukkah Chol Tzadik B'Sadik Shai Olamas, Shem Yesh, so he had a few questions. What's the Hemshik of the Mishnah? See the two points. What's exactly the point of the first half of the, the uh, Mishnah? And every Tzadik gets Shai Lomas. Why is he here at the end of Shas? What's the Lashem of Tzadik? There's a lot of different questions that he had. So he said the Tzadik Yomta says that 
Why is this Mishnah here at the end of Shaz? Because you might mistakenly think that you, know, you had all these Mechlokas throughout Shaz. Maybe the one we passed might get to more star. Whether you pass it you or not, you still get your reward. Don't worry. That's Tazjel explains. That's why the, the mission is there. So then he asked, so why do we use the Lashon Tzadik If the point is, whoever we pass it like, we pass it like, the Lashon Tzadik is used Lashon of Chazal, Torah, it means the one who's right. So example, the, 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 the Pesukim talk about that two people go to, to, to Bezdin. Mitzikah was a tzaddik, Rashi was a rasha. So the rasha doesn't mean the rasha. It means the one who lost the case. Because the rasha, Klele Matzara, Baloy Yashia, means he didn't miss. You missed the mark. Missing the mark is called rishus. So the, the, the rasha is the one who was off, and the tzaddik is the one who, was, who, who hit the target. So if we pass like both, if we pass like one of the two, so he's the tzaddik. Why both? Why use the whole tzaddik with tzaddik? So he said there's a medrash, parashish, parashish. That Kosh was was misyasha with the the malachim whether he should create man. So uh, Emma said, uh, "Don't create man because men are will be darish They're gonna they're gonna be liars." Chesed said, "Create the Ibarre because people will be 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 government chasadim. We got little do chesed." Um, Shalom said, "Al Ibarre because people make a lot of wars." And Tzedek said, Yibore, because uh, the, the people will do Tzedek. So it's two against two. So the Apostle says, in the Neil Hashtag, it's, 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 it's a hung jury. He took and it's a, threw it down to the world. So now it's two against one. And he created man. He says, you might think that, you know, that, oh my gosh, what Emes is down, the Roshim's Chosam Shal Emes, he threw it down to this world. Don't worry, everyone's here at Titzmach. So what's going on in the Midrash? So he said that like this, that by putting Emes in the world, the Roshim was addressing the, the, the time of Emes and the time of, 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 of Shalom as well. Many Muhammads Many Muhammad's come because each person thinks that they're right. And they have a right to something and they have a valid claim. And they why is that? This is the Russia made different people with different viewpoints. They see the world differently. Why the Russian do that? So we mentioned this idea recently. The morale says this he didn't quote the morale, if I recall correctly. But uh, the morale says that uh, has this tefillah, and he says that uh, I shouldn't be initial with Daralacha. He would come to the base to, 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 before he would learn, he would say that I shouldn't be initial with Daralacha. My chaverim will be Sameach, and they shouldn't be initial, and I shouldn't be Sameach, and I'll be Sameach. He says, What's going on over here? So the morale says that the nature of Jews, the Bershomite Jews, that they're contentious. If you say A, I say B. So if you said Chayib, I said Potter. So if you're wrong, it means I'm right. So I'm going to gloat over you. I'm going to get punished for gloating. And vice versa. He says, but why do we should make it that Jews are contentions? It's because there's a rebuild, because that comes to clarity of Torah. So Ruben says the Pshat in the world like this, and Shimon says, no way. And he asks a good question. So Ruben says, oh, you're right. Okay, I... I I, I didn't mean like I meant, I meant like this. And he, 
re, he, he changes a little, he qualifies a little bit, he limits it a little bit, he rephrases it a little bit. Shimon challenges it again, so he does it again. So each time there's a challenge, you get more and more closer to the endless. You, you get more clarity. So the Russian made us looking at something differently. Right? There's this article I don't know, years ago it was about these, uh, that uh, Israel is a very, very successful country. And so South Korea is trying to figure out like why they want to try and figure out the, to, to copy the success of Israel. So after multiple studies, they came to the conclusion that the success of Israel is based on the fact that Jews studied the Talmud. So they started studying Talmud. Now, I don't, I don't want to say retire, but I just can't imagine. You know, this, fact, you know, I think the Pshat and words like this, I think, I just, I just, that's not to say, you know, you know, it just doesn't go, you know, like, you know, you kill each other anymore, you know. Yeshiva said, said a story, he remembers from, from Lita, nowadays guys don't have the ripping arguments we used to have based matters. I mean, I, I had, remember I argued with Madrash, we said, Sebastian and Dabba Siegel, because Rus is, Dabba Siegel's a Rosh Kailer, it's Israel, both Eluyim. They used to scream and punch the whole base, the whole base and it would shake. Rus has a very powerful voice. Gifter uh, says, he remembers, he remembers the story, he was in Lita, and there was two Bachram, they were really going at it. Their mom was screaming, their faces were red, they're yelling, and there's this guy watching the thing, one of the, the Lithuanian Poland, the peasants, he's just like staring. Finally, he can't control himself anymore. He calls to the window. He says, "Just hit him already! <laughs> Just hit the guy already!" Like you know, like right? we get very caught up in our arguments. He says the person gave us a different way of looking at something because we have an akuda where we see the emes more than the other person. Each person has a way of seeing something which other person doesn't get to see. Other person doesn't doesn't have that doesn't have that 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 view, viewpoint. So, are we wrong? No, we're not wrong. The famous line about, you know, you take three blind people and you put, put them to an elephant. They touch an elephant. So the first guy touches the trunk. He says, what's an elephant? This is it's this very muscular thing, which is thick, and it's very, very movable. It moves around a lot. The second guy touches the tail and says, you know, it's a very thin, you know, wimpy thing. third guy touches the leg, you know, and he describes the leg. So, what's an elephant? They're not wrong. Each one has their... Viewpoint. That's what gives the mushroom. Where you, if I, if two people are shown a piece of paper, describe what's a, what's a piece of paper. So one person's shown the face side, one person's on the side. On the side is this very thin thing. It's not right. It's very wide. No, it's very thin. It's very wide. It's different viewpoints. They're not wrong. So the Mishnah says that the Chosadik is Sadik. Each person is 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 a tzedek. He has a tzedek from his view. His his vantage point is correct, but the result of that is chaos. If both of our vantage points are right and we have two different vantage points, we're going to kill each other. So people will come oisim machama. So the Russian put in this world an overarching emis, a vehicle how to deal with that. That's the Torah they put that into this world, and that allows us to allow people which have different viewpoints a way to live together and find a way to, to function together. So that each person is called Sadiq but Sadiq. Oh my gosh, we're going to rip the, the world apart.
the Chazal say that the the purposes the Chazal say that that Esther is the last. It's Aliyah's Shachar. It's the last nace which is written in Kasei. Teresh Bixav is is ended. Chanukah is Teresh Bapet. Teresh Bixav means there's a certain finality. It's done. Once it's done, it's done. You can't change it. It doesn't grow anymore. It's there. That's what it is. Teresh Bapet. It just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. The world of the, the that kufa was the kufa where everything had its clarity, had its had a finality to it that can be written. This point onwards, the process is no longer something which it's each member of Klaishel is given an opportunity to, to, to contribute to Torah. He has a viewpoint. He has a he has the Kim He has something which is his. Basilevi says a fascinating, beautiful piece of Basilevi in, in the drushes. Basilevi, the, they, they put in the sides his, his chub, you know, chubas, shurim, simon, whatever you call them, also with drushes. He says, this is, talk, this is, the, this is what happened by Luchas Shneus. Luchas Bisharnas, brings from Rice from Chazal, everything was written, there was no Tarsh Pet. There's a clarity that everything is everything is written. It's, it's there. When Klaus was chayte, Oisius Perchus, as I'll say, he's referring to the Torah Shabbat Peh, left the Luchus. And the Luchus, when the Torah Shabbat is gone, they're trading, they're heavy, they can't function. Mershim says, Saul Luchah, come back up, and we're going to, Mershim Beno believes that he's going to be writing Torah Shabbat Peh again. Because I'll say that the uh, mole that Klaiyusa was chet chet egel, the Musar will not have shlita over Klaiyusa. That, but the once they were chet with the chet egel, that's not going to be true. The Musar will have shlita over Klaiyusa. Apiadvorm karati the chabris es Yisrael. The priest's priest with Klaiyusa is over Tarshav al pet. So he says, why is that? Because the Musar will claim Tarshav itself for themselves. They will never claim Tarshav al pet because Tarshav al pet is not written. Because of the Chet Egel, you can't write Tarsha Bapet anymore. It has to be let kept about Pet. So, the Tarsha Bapet is written. The Christus Priest for Klaiusil, that, that with the commitment to Klaiusil is going to be the, the promises with the Tarsha, that will always remain with us. So, Shereno assumes he's been writing Tarsha Bapet, Tarsha Bapet as well, because that's what's in the Lucas Richardness. And there's a tipis diyar because I'll say that the, where was Moshe Rabbeinu's car in Arpano? Because there's a tipis diyar which is left nishra kolmos. There was ink left in the kolmos. Moshe tells him, take that and be mavered over uh, over your head, and that from that Moshe Rabbeinu's car in Arpano. What Moshe Rabbeinu was told is that from this point onwards, from this point onwards, the Torah is inside of you, not on not on the luchas. It's inside of you. Tarshal pez inside of klayisim. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu was carrying upon him. He believed he's going to be right in Tarshal Pet. No, no, no. That's now going to be inside of Klai Yisrael. That can never be taken away. That's, that's Klai Yisrael's chalit. The There's Ayin Panim Latara. So the Goyen says that there are Ayin Kechaz and Nefesh. And therefore there's Ayin Panim Latara. 
which means one person has a stronger natiya towards one of the characters, so he will see that in the kuda, that facet of Torah, which somebody else won't be able to see. Uh, I once tried to do the math, right? So let's say for argument's sake that there's iron kachas and nefesh, and well, say for argument's sake that each person could have each one of those things on a scale from one to ten. So the person has kachas and nefesh, he has uh, a sharpness in understanding things. So you could have it on a scale of one to ten. Right? I can have the next thing on a scale of 1 to 10, the next thing on a scale of 1 to 10. Now you can combine that. So you can have a 1 and Kairos uh, Nefesh number 1, and a, a 5 and number 2, and a 7 and number 3, and a 4 and number 5. And that's the. So how many possible combinations are there? So that's, se, that's, that's 70 factorial times 10, I think will be the right number, which is 1.2 uh, with 85 zeros after it. Something like that. My mathematicians will, will, will check it out and see if I'm right. Um, so it, it was really got long, got very very tedious writing it out, doing the math on, on paper. But my, my calculator ran out. Just it's an error at some point in time. Too many too many numbers. Um, nowadays, if you do it on a computer, I'm sure they'll, they'll tell you what's seventy factorial. Um, so. There's billions, there's millions, there's numbers, the numbers are astronomical, right? The amount of different ways that people can see things. And it's in this world because we will get a clarity, we, we will hop in the Kud of Torah, we will see things in a different way. And that will be our Kalik. That will be something which we can bring to clients to. But it only works if you follow the, you have to follow the rules. Of Torah said this. So, so Salanza writes in a letter, he talks about learning Torah Lishmol. He says, what's Torah Lishmol? Torah Lishmol, the first half is, he says, you have to learn Torah with gift, gift, he calls it. Gift means spirited. Right? You have to disagree. If you believe in something, stand for it. Argue it. Try and prove it. Don't just keep saying this argument again and again and again. That's, that's not... But keep thinking of other ways to prove your point. He says, that's the first stage. So you keep challenging another person. You keep challenging other people. Maybe there's a, why you think you're right and why you have a good point. And then you come to the clarity of what the final resolution is, which might not be exactly how you saw it. You contributed to it. You say, oh, Baruch Hashem, we now we know Abbas. It's nothing to do with me. It wasn't about me. It was about the Torah. So the Russian gave me she gave me a vis a, a ability to see Torah a certain way, because this is why I can bring out certain points which maybe you wouldn't notice. I have an understanding which is different than you. But maybe we can come to resolution, maybe we can't come to resolution, which I realize is not that I'm not 100 percent right, or maybe I'm not even 90 percent right. Maybe you're primarily right and I'm wrong. Thank you so much. Now we know that we know the Amos of Torah. Because the goal isn't me, the goal is the Torah. That's Torah's Amos. If that's my goal, the goal isn't my ego, then we can, I can use my character and effort to find the enemies. If my goal is my ego, all bets are off. Rudesson writes that the goal is Yavan, the goal is Poras, and the goal is Madai, is rolled into goal of Satan. So even though there was a ghoul, there wasn't a ghoul of Shlema. 
And the Gula Shleit, so we see in Edom elements of the Golas, of the, of the other Golias. So there is the, the, the Gaiva of, 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 of the Golas of Bovel. There is the Taiva of Golas Poras. And there is the intellectualism and the, the regard towards, towards the human mind of Golas Yavan in our society. It's, in some ways, it's captivating. There's, there's knowledge out there, and it's fascinating, and it's clear. Right? I once had a you know, challenge, a worker came to me, like he said, I go to college, and you know, you, got, you, get, you come again in the semester, and there's a syllabus. There's going to be 15 classes. We're going to cover this as much in each class. This is the points. It's all clear and organized, etc. There is another issue that learn more. Mush. Mushy. Um, in my childhood, I don't know whether your childhood still had it, something called the Waldbrook Encyclopedia. And what looks like, besides, you know, they had, it was a lot of fun because they had a lot of good pictures. So, not only good pictures, they used to have like a picture of the human body, they did it with overlays. So they had like the basic body, then you, you'd put one layer down with like a transparent thing which just had the, the skeleton. Then you put another layer on top and you would add like the lungs. Another layer on top, you would add in the, the liver and the, you know, and each, you could see like layer upon layer how the body was put together. It was so nice and clear, it's actually. When you do surgery on the human body and you open it up, it doesn't look like that. It's a big red mush. Over there in the picture, like this is green, this is blue, everything is nice and clear. That's not real life. Real life isn't, isn't nice and clear. Real life is mushy and messy. It'd be very nice to wake up in the morning and be a little note to you next to your bed. It says, uh, Dear Ellie, uh, you're going to cha- challenge with five situations today. This is really what the issue is in each one of these situations. And this is what I want you to do. Sign your loving Father in Heaven. I mean, it'd be great, right? We don't get that note next to us. So how do we get that note? We learn Gemara. And we debate. And we think. And we challenge. I, was, I gave a Haskell's Gemara Shir for Balabatim in Cleveland um, long time ago. And when I first started, I had this, like, five or six people in the group and a very, very accomplished group. Like one fellow was like, had multiple patents. He was a chemist in multiple patents. He's written up in Rusu in America in, in chemistry. And this, another fellow was the head of an IT department for like this multi-billion dollar company. And they never learned Gamar before. And they were agonizing over learning Gamar. You know, because they want to learn how to really learn Gamar. You know, just besides read the words, like understand that how the Gamar works. You know, they're sitting, we were sitting in the this is a ninth, ninth grader, like, going through the Gemara, and they're going like, Ugh! it was very, very, very disheartening for them. I said to them, you know, a science book is nice and clear. The guy who wrote, the, the information in the science book didn't come out like, didn't come like that. They didn't sit there and say, boom, we know, da, 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 da. they tried this, and they tried that, and they tried this, and they tried that, and they argued, and they, and they attempted, right, I think Edison tried 150 different types of elements before he figured out how to make a light bulb. 
right? And you figure, how do you, how do you get the vacuum out? It was, it was hundreds and hundreds of tries. That's tomorrow. Is this a shot? No, they can't because this is... But that's how life works. We sit there, we analyze, and we think, and we possibly... We, we learn how to look at something. The Russian made us the Chalik of Torah, that we learn how to look at something. It's not just given to us a pattern of the clarity of Torah Shemik Sab, everything is written, it's all clear. Everything would just be written. We are part, we, the pro, we're part of, the, the process is us. We're part of the process. There's a difference between case law and statutory law. Case law is, you give a case. Statutory means you give a statute, you write a, write a law, you write a rule. Most of Shas is not rules, it's cases. And you have to analyze the case. Why is this true? Where is this the Psa? Why? Is it for this or for that? For this or for that? What about this? What about this? Theory after theory after theory. So you finally get it. And there's different ways of looking at that same case. That's the Torah that we have. But that Torah is alive. You're right. It, it, it's not as... On, on paper, it doesn't look as... as as captivating as some of the, the knowledge that Yavon has. But it's much, it's the difference between something which is dead on the paper and something which is alive. And that's the gula that we were left with, that we're part of the process. And there isn't clarity, but Adarabu, because we cannot create it ourselves. We can learn how to be, to clarify what does the Russian want from us in any situation. And that's the, the, the or that came out of the Choshech, of the lack of clarity of the world of Mechlechus, not, not everything being written, that we now became part of the process. And that's the or which the ghoul of Hanukkah bequeathed us. Mm-hmm.